Working Artist Project is brought to you by Second Line Arts Collective. Learn how you can support at secondlinearts.org. We're creating a platform for those who are curious. One that tells the story from the artist's perspective. Moments in time, captured from the innovators who are reshaping dance, music, theater, and the visual arts. This is The Working Artist Project. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening and welcome back to The Working Artist Project. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a minute since I've been alone, but tonight I am alone. I used to do this podcast uh, every week alone for about two years. And then the uh, my, my great co-host, Gregory Ajid, joined me and uh, He's somewhere, I think he's somewhere in Canada, actually. <laughs> somewhere around the Banff area. He didn't make it to uh, his hotel in time. So you're stuck with me. You're stuck with me. But we're going to have an exciting show uh, tonight. We, we have a very special guest, uh, Miss Gina DeSoto, originally from Cuba, from Havana, Cuba. Made her way to uh, Canada. Of all places, like how you go from the tropics to the cold, cold Chandra. We're going to find out tonight. And after that, she came She came to New York and uh, she's a, a, a wonderful, a masterful musician. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a good night because I'm going to be getting to know her with you. So it's going to be a very intimate and uh, honest occasion. And I'm very excited. So without further ado, why don't we welcome the one and only Gina DeSoto to the Working Artist Project. Yo, Gina. I feel like Martin. Gina. <laughs> I can't hear you. There you go. Okay. Uh, can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> did, hey, did I butcher your last name or what? No, that's nice. That's fine. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. It's like, so let's, I want to start at the beginning because like, I feel like Cuba is a magical place and I've actually been what my first tour was was in Cuba. It was like a USO tour, kind of Cuba. Wow. It was uh Guantanamo Bay. I think I was like 19 or 20, somewhere in there. And, That's uh, an interesting <laughs> place to be. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, right? It was it was uh yeah, it was one of those things like you know, you, you I had an opportunity, so I, I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. But yeah. but and it was right at the height of all of the the shit, you know, I'm 37. So it was a long time ago, but, but yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting. I've always yeah. wanted to go back to Cuba to feel what Cuba is actually like, because Guantanamo Bay is basically America with a gate around it. Yeah. Had a McDonald's and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was actually when I knew about that, it was like super interesting. I was like, wow, there's actually a McDonald's in Cuba, but it's not, Cuba, right, right. So, um. yeah, it's very, very complicated relationship. Uh, yeah. Cuba, but but you made it over here. So, yeah. yeah what, what was it like growing up in Cuba? And, and what, what were your? How did you get into this music particularly? Um, what music? What do you mean? The like music. the music that I do? Yeah. So, um, you know, I. I grew up around like a very artistic family. I mean, my mom and dad, they're not artists at all, but <laughs> they're economists, both of them. Uh, really? 
But uh, my brother, he used to be a ballet dancer. And my sister, um, even though she graduated as a philosopher, oh. uh, she had a, a really amazing inclination towards uh, arts, like painting and, and, and photography, just great photographer. Um, I have cousins that they study music, uncles that they study music and, and, and uh, theater. Oh. Um, so it was kind of like the thing. I don't know. I was since I was a kid. I just remember putting like, like this costumes that I did with like my mom's clothes, and then <laughs> I yeah, and then uh, kind of like karaoke, uh, this like music in the background. You know, putting out shows for my family, and everybody's like, "Oh, can you like?" recite a poem or like can you like sing a song i'm like uh sure <laughs> um and i guess that, that was like a like something easy for me to do but then my mom she was like oh my god you should like sing she put me in e- like in everything like ballet uh in a, i don't know spanish dance yeah, yeah. like a flamenco type of oh, thing yeah yeah <laughs> uh that's like a big thing in cuba Oh. Um, you know, uh, history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, drawing classes, and then finally, it's just like, you know what? Let's do like, um, like the the music uh, entry exam for like this school or whatever. It's like <laughs> I don't want to do this. Anywho, I did it. Um, but actually, it wasn't it wasn't for singing? Um, we don't have like a like a singing curriculum, mm. uh, and the one we have is like for for um, people that are older, not like little kids that are on eight, seven. No, they're more like in the teens, and it's like uh, classical. Okay. So what I studied was piano, and I graduated as a classical pianist, and then I was like. You know what? I'm 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 not really into like, <laughs> even though I did the entire seventeen years of like studying classical piano, I was like, you know what? I I feel like I need to connect with people in another way. Wow. So I I decided to do uh, a jazz voice minor, um, and that even though it was kind of hard for me to face people to connect with people like directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was like a, a really beautiful work for me and a really amazing experience to like from starting uh sorry from the start um right yeah that that's an interesting journey it's it's funny because i feel like that happens to more people than not like people start as classical pianists and then they're like man i want to for whatever reason it feels like classical music or, or people who play it feel like it do, it doesn't reach people the same way is I mean I think it does but it just reaches a different demographic of people don't get me wrong I love classical I listen to classical music like not every day but a very amount of hours during the week yeah and I used to go to a bunch of classical concerts I still go um it's just that I don't know. Um, popular, mu- we call it popular music, like uh, 
timba and reggaeton and pop and all this kind of thing, rumba, um, is so in your face, like in the TV or like when you go to concert. And for me, that type of performance and, uh, you know, being on stage and actually like interacting with people, not just giving it the side of my body <laughs> and not even like, you know, seeing right, it. Right. I don't know. It, it was kind of weird. I, I really wanted to connect. I, I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to see people's expressions, faces, you know. You, you mentioned um, that you, when you first got on stage. Did you have like stage fright? Where was it natural for you to like how do you, sing that? I didn't know this. <laughs> I didn't know. This. Yes, I did. Um, yeah, the first the first time was it was hard, man. It was hard. Yeah. I I I got that mic and I was like, okay, peace. I just dropped the mic and just ran away. I was no like, way. yeah, it was like, no, this this is not for me. Because it was my my first experience, you know, facing people. It was like, whoa, okay, what are you, why are y'all looking at me? Right. Um, it's a it's a very different interaction, and you get a, definitely a different response. Um, and it's a totally different world. So so I wasn't prepared for it at first, of course. But you know, you have training, you have time to work on your craft. So right, a lot of times. Like, you know, I, you know, I'm a drummer. I don't even know if you know that, but, uh, when I'm on stage, I'm, I'm not really, I'm like there with the people and I'm looking out, but also simultaneously, like I'm, I'm in my own world. You, you know what I mean? Mm. Like I need them. I need the people for sure. You, like I real, I realized that for in, during COVID and I, another thing I realized is I'm, a, I'm addicted to the applause but <laughs> that later, <laughs> but yeah. You know, do you do that? Do you go inside to kind of deal with that, some of that stage fright? You know, because people are like oh, yeah. into your soul when you're creating music, you know? And there's all kinds of shit happening mm. in the audience, you know. Like <laughs> listen, I I realized when I started performing that even though I am myself i needed to kind of create my my world my my intimate space where i can be another person which is gina de soto <laughs> <laughs> um you know so, so i can you know how uh what's, what's uh you know how beyonce has this i was such a fear so whatever i was thinking the same thing you got your you got your beyonce energy happening you <laughs> exactly because because you wanna you want it to be vulnerable, you want it to be, you know, there for the audience and you want to um welcome them to to your world, but you cannot give all of yourself because um then there is no mystery. <laughs> then there is not get to know Gina the person. Mm. So I needed to create my Gina the artist, who is like the person that I present to to the audience it's like this is me i mean it's it's not like black and white it's not like mr hyde and the other guy that i forgot his name um check <laughs> um it's, it's it's still me it's just a different part of me that you get to see like mm -hmm. and on stage 
the person that doesn't have stage fright, the person that wants to connect with you, the person that wants to sing your songs and connect and welcome welcome you to to the world. Uh, but at the same time, I'm I'm not gonna let you into my private space, all of it, because uh, you gotta get to know me. <laughs> like, why do you feel the need to protect that? private space what what is it that you're hiding um it's not like i'm trying to hide anything it's just that um since early age um knowing a lot of musicians around me because i study music and seeing things uh like going on for artists uh, and now that we have social media it's like all eyes on you mm. uh every time and people need have the need to share everything every single aspect of their life and um even though i share a lot of information on on, on, on social media um social media is not real <laughs> <laughs> no definitely um you can you know people can see a beautiful picture of me and and me doing this and that but but I have to reserve uh, some stuff for myself because I cannot, you know, welcome a bunch of negativity that is around that world into my world. I cannot let that break me. And I'm definitely protecting that side of me, uh, keeping it as like, okay, my phone is not going to be with me 24-7. Uh, I don't need that. Uh, and, and if somebody wants to reach me, they're going to call. <laughs> right, right. Um, I, I feel like, like, and that's a, that's a topic that I've been kind of sharing with a bunch of friends of mine. Mm -hmm. um, because um, mental health and how, how bad it is. So how about it is um, social media and, and all these people reaching all the time. Um, so, so since I was not a kid, but since I was like early teens, right. um, I kind of learned the value of, of, of kind of separating the person from the artist in order to, to have a, a good mental health, a positive, uh, vibe and energy around you that doesn't interfere with your art or interfere with your with your life or your relationships yeah i can see how how that can be uh positive for artists because you know because art is subjective you know people say a lot of things about you as a creator at, especially mm -hmm. as you're growing you know like oh that sucked that was really good and trying to figure out how not to get too high or too low and, and i'm sure as a woman there's a whole different set of shit that you got to deal with that men don't oh yeah you know and in putting up that wall that barrier of protection to say okay cool that was gina de soto not regina or whatever else whatever else you're <laughs> how however you identify as your real self <laughs> you know i mean everything that a person is is the real self it's, it's, it's just that you put your boundaries whether to share that info or not. Mm -hmm. 
it doesn't mean that you're faking things. It doesn't mean that you are going to be a totally different person behind their backs. It's just that um, not everybody needs to know about your life or not everybody needs to know about your, your, your secrets or your, your way of doing or being. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's an interesting, I always think about Cardi B when people like, like there's two sides of this coin, right? Like there's the Mm -hmm. Beyonce side, there's the Regina side. And then like, there's that Cardi B side where she came onto social media being herself. And, and that's kind of what skyrocketed her to fame because she was kind of like the first person who was like, I'm going to just be me, you know, just from the Bronx, da, 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 whatever else that means. And I feel like people kind of gravitate towards that energy also, but mm-hmm. do put yourself in the line of fire to be dissected and to be exposed for your personal life to be exposed, you know, your relationships, mm-hmm. your intimate, your real relationships, not your social media relationships. Yeah. It's just, it's interesting how those two things can, can garner like the same reward, but have completely different consequences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I life. mean, you can be, you can be uh, real on social media, uh, but as I, as I say, you can it's not like you put in a different, uh, different persona. Cardi B, yeah, she she came out as like, yeah, I'm gonna do like, I'm just gonna be me. I'm gonna do myself, be real, no filter. This is it, and that's great. Um, but like, to what extent you want, like, what, how much of your life you want to share with people? Right. Um. So that's that's uh, my whole thing. Like. I don't want to share every single aspect of my life with people. Yeah. Uh, I'm real on, on on social media. I'm not, I'm not saying that everything that I put on there is fake. Not at all. Um, but but I just don't share that much information of myself. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. No, I get that. I get that. When it when it comes to the music and your creative process. Mm-hmm. Um, do you draw on that expo- the experiences you had growing up in Cuba? Um, more or less. Um, so I, when it comes about like the topics of the songs or like the writing process, um, it's mainly about things that have happened to me. Uh, I guess from my late teens till now, like I, I write based on recent events because, you know, present. <laughs> um, I definitely um, I definitely write things that has to do more with my Cuban background. Because, mm-hmm. um, but that, that's another project. Um, but I, it definitely has a lot of influences, like rhythmic, influences and 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 not that much harmony because uh, i i kind of base a lot of things that i do in rhythm more than the harmonies so so a lot of my music has has a I, i'm not gonna say strong but it has a, a very a, a good presence of of cuban rhythms in there 
And not necessarily Cuban uh, Latin rhythms uh, as well, because, you know, um, I don't want to to just um, reduce myself into like Cuban, you know. <laughs> no, listen, Latin music is so beautiful. Um, and it has so it has like so much richness to to like everything like rhythm wise melodies and harmonies so so i didn't want to limit myself in that so i'm exploring into different rhythms from the latin spectrum but right. definitely a lot of things are cuban definitely a lot of things <laughs> yeah it's funny because i feel like we're gonna we're gonna listen to a, a track of yours here in a second but i do feel like people who grow up in cuba and learn to play music um, have an advantage a lot of times over American musicians around the same age. For whatever reason, they're usually way better at their instruments, you know, and like they they just have a different kind of focus. And also because you grow up with that that rhythmic thing happening in Cuba, like the groove is there, like that clave isn't everything that you do. You was just drinking your coffee. It was a clave happening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like it was a vibe on it. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, uh, in mu music school, we started since we start from, you know, very little, like seven, eight years old. Uh, you start studying like either piano, uh, violin, or cello, um, and then if you're like around ten, um, you can learn like trumpet, flute, but the rest of the instruments. It's just like um, the other ones. I don't know why they they started earlier, um, but yes. It, once you're in music school, you you're gonna start learning a lot of things since you're a, a, a little girl boy. So it's intense. <laughs> and the about the rhythm thing thing is it's like it's in everything. Like I was, I, I think it was like two days ago. I was talking to a friend of mine. He's from Cuba as well, from another province, and uh he was showing me like yo you heard this song from like this band I'm like yeah and then my boyfriend came in he was like oh you never showed me this i'm like i don't know this is like something that i used to like listen every time so i don't know um he was like this is so killing i'm like well i listen like this is like the background song for like i don't know um uh, the news <laughs> but it was like so killing right right like like the rhythm thing it's like so cool so you listen to all this amazing music since like you're a little kid because it's like the background music for the news or for like any show or it's just like a like a commercial uh background music it's crazy i know but it's like such a killing music i'm just like okay this is actually cool <laughs> for me it was like normal but right but for everybody else, it's like, oh, that's that's nuts. Why, why don't we do a minute now and uh, let's listen to, to one of your songs and then we'll talk about it. Here we go. Sure. Thursday morning, a new form, every new day. Tears and kisses, and the happiness wants to come and play with everyone around the moon. And search for fairies, gnomes, and mermaids, and just things that I don't understand. But maybe, maybe if you teach me, if you teach me, I could try to be. 
Samba on them real quick, you know? <laughs> yo. I love that. It, I, I I love it so much. The backgrounds, everything, the rhythm, the band. You sound beautiful. And <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you, you remind me of me when I'm in a shower. You know, I, <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me, tell me about this song and and uh, what's what's the story behind it? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, let it out. Let some secrets out. Uh, so, um, I mean, uh, this song, I wrote it like, uh, 2018, probably. Yeah. Um, it was, it was really funny. I, I needed a song. I needed to write a song for my final project of school. Oh God. <laughs> and I was like, this is such a pain. I really don't want to do this. So, um, and, uh, I was actually coming back and forth, uh, in, in Canada and, 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 and New York. Um, and actually I don't, I think it wasn't the new school. I was trying to do the, 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 the entrance exam for new school or something like that. I don't know. I was trying to do some test for new school yeah, you're right. and I was like, oh, I found a piano and I started trying to like okay I need to do this like coming up with the chords so I was like okay this is cool and then I started like um punching some chords and I was like okay let's save this <laughs> and I recorded on my on my uh phone and kind of the melody came up and then I I kind of wrote the lyrics later um but it was kind of like <laughs> a hard process because like I I didn't know um i didn't have the chorus so i kind of had like uh, when i once i started writing the the verses i was like okay this is nice but like i don't i don't have the chorus um and the funny thing is that the chorus came to me uh a big <laughs> because a honking war what <laughs> um like in the car no, I was on a bus. I was on a bus oh, going right. back to Canada. Oh shit! Okay. So the car in front of me had like the, and the other car behind it, but the other note. So 
like can, one day they, um one day uh they randomly play like dah, dah. so it was like nice i was like i don't know some crazy stuff happened i was like oh my god okay yeah. cool so <laughs> that melody was the one that i used for the for the chorus and then i started writing the lyrics. all right there you go thank god for people honking on the on the highway so you <laughs> <laughs> what about what about the lyrics is the story you're telling in the lyrics like how did that develop is that a real story or what it is a real story <laughs> so that happened to me when i was um um okay so personal life yeah. this story i wrote it i wrote it um for my ex mm -hmm. um fuck him <laughs> <laughs> so so um it it was like um it the story is 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 kind of how uh our our relationship started like like how we kind of uh, met and then how I felt about it and what I wanted for the relationship uh, and, and, you know, my, my dreams about, you know, the person when you have all these expectations and things. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a real story. It's like, uh, wow. yeah. Guy for exes, man. You know, the exes, yeah. they be fueling all the creativity. You know what I'm saying? I got a pile of them. I hate them all, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you get a lot of you get a lot of ideas from illusions and dissolutions. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, it's funny, though. It is funny, you know, just speaking about relationships now, how um, you can have a dream of what you want the person to be. Mm. You know, and sometimes that dream doesn't allow you to accept them as they are. And so, you know, that's well, a yeah. <laughs> that happens all the time, baby. It happens all the time. So, yeah. so you came to New York just <laughs> to go to school. Is that what happened when you, you leave Canada and you come to New York for school or what? Uh kind of. I was like, should I do a master? Shouldn't I not do a master's? And I end up not doing masters <laughs> i was like nah uh, i'm just gonna work yeah um so so yeah i it was it was a very different world mm. for me coming to new york um like how so i was living in montreal <laughs> uh so even though Montreal is a very cosmopolitan place to be, and it's beautiful and amazing, everybody should go there at least like once. Um, New York had its totally different vibe. The attitude of the city and the people, um, the, the 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 energy, it reminded me a lot of Havana in some aspects. Oh, really? Yeah, because right. Havana is, is is I mean. Even though it's the capital of, of Cuba, um, there's so much noise all the time and a lot of things going on. And you have to be like alert 24 7, 30, 65. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, 365. I don't know what I add a zero there. What? <laughs> um, 
So, so that was, that was really, really cool for me. Uh, when I, when I started living here for the first time. Um, and then it was like, as, as, as I, you know, as, as time passed by and, and I discovered, you know, places and met people, it was very welcoming. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying like, it's, is the easiest city to leave in because right. um, it has its perks <laughs> and it has like its downsides. And definitely New York is like it's such a hard place to be um, in every aspect. But at the same time, I don't know, it's like Stockholm. Stockholm? Stockholm? That's the name of the syndrome? Stockholm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like New York is Stockholm syndrome. It's like, yeah, it kidnaps you. You just like, damn, I love, I love you so much. You mistreat me every day. Listen, <laughs> I've been, I've been to so many places, such beautiful places. People are so nice. It's, it's, it's like I'm having the greatest time of my life. And then, like after a week, I'm like, okay, I, I, why am I here again? I need to be in New York. What is happening? <laughs> Um, but it's it's amazing the 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 scene. Uh, um, you I have the opportunity to meet amazing musicians, um, from everywhere in the world, actually. So, and I'm never gonna find that anywhere else. Yeah, I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. You ain't gonna never meet nobody else from Jackson, Mississippi. I I don't even know how to go to Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. See? Um, but yeah, meeting meeting people from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, sharing the knowledge, the experiences, the history. Uh, you know, getting to jam sessions and right. you know, exchanging ideas, like musical ideas. Um, you know, creating a community is 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 beautiful. Yeah, New York is, is unique because I always call it like for me, like as a musician, I feel like New York is like the NBA, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody in the NBA was the greatest player in their town, at their high school, at their college. But then you get to the NBA and you have a collection of all the greatest players. You know what I mean? It's, but there's only yeah. always one LeBron James, one Kevin Durant, but but never forget that the worst player in the NBA is better than 99.9% of every other basketball player on earth. And I feel like that's what's happening in New York. And because of that, you have all of that creativity and you create communities. Like the, the song we just listened to, you can't do that in Wichita, Kansas. I think you can do it in Havana, though, based on what I, what <laughs> I but you know, it's, you can't, you just can't do that in many other places in this country, New Orleans, Chicago, LA, and New York. That's but that's probably about it. Where you, where you have that collection of like minds and serious people. Yeah. Like people like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you how how do you leave the tropics for the frozen tundra of New York? Like you never miss it. Like I feel like I would just be. I do miss it. Oh, okay, all right. Are you gonna go back? I, are there are there no opportunities 
why leave Havana? Like, what's happening? Um. So first, I I got a scholarship to to finish my degree in piano, right. and um, at the same time, my family got a, a job proposition uh, in Montreal as well. So we, so um, that's why we left. Um, but then they went back to Cuba and, oh. and I stayed by myself over there for a bunch of years. So, <laughs> um, as well, till I finished my, my, so I finished piano there and then I started doing voice. Okay. Uh, and when I finished voice, that's when I took, uh, I had the decision to, to move to New York. Right. right. Uh, and definitely miss the tropics. I made my family. My, my family is there. I haven't been there. Like, I was back in Cuba last year mm. after seven years. Wow. And planning to go back, uh, hopefully, before the year ends. Mm. And... Uh, I got the the opportunity to perform in uh, in the Jazz Plaza Festival. That's one of the most important festivals in in Havana. Uh, in next year in January, so yeah, it's nice. I cried. Um, you know, for to be like my age, I'm 25, so. Okay. For me, like at this age, to be back with everything that I know so far and perform my music in my country <laughs> for a bunch of people, um, that you know, when 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 I got the news, I was like, okay, like I don't know, I'm like, Jesus, take the wheel, <laughs> <laughs> take the wheel, Jesus. No, that was like one of the most beautiful news I ever received in my life. Mm. Um, Congratulations! I'm, I'm thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm proud of you. I, I know. Oh. <laughs> so, how how do you think you've changed as a woman and grown uh, from your experiences away from Cuba and away from your family and, and the hustle and bustle of New York City and the beauty of Montreal? Oh well. It's, <laughs> It's been so many years, so it is. It's, it's a very. It's a. I'm not gonna say it's harsh, because that has to be from which point of view you're seeing it. Mm. But it's been difficult to to grow up, especially from uh, from a very young age, uh, by myself and and doing a lot of things by myself. And being responsible and, and, and putting uh, you know my boundaries and trying to figure out a lot of things. Mm. Uh, even though like I, I I was able to call my parents from time to time and talk to them, but you know at the moment you cannot be like mom. <laughs> um, the moment you got you gotta solve things. Um, and from 
from that personal aspect of, of life, it's, it's been difficult, but it's been very rewarding because uh, I'm not saying I'm a full grown woman because, you know, as a, listen, my, my dad always says the career of being a person is very long. <laughs> we hope. So I like that. And, and, and you got to live a lot of life. And you gotta like experience a bunch of bunch of things. So you, in my point of view, I cannot ever say, okay, I'm a full grown up woman. Mm-hmm. Maybe when I'm in my deathbed, okay, peace. Um, <laughs> but for now, I'm just still growing and learning, mm-hmm. and and kind of going with the flow. But at the same time, you know, it's when. When life brings you lemons, you gotta make lemonade or at least like put some vodka in it. Um, <laughs> from the musical point of view, it's, it's, it's just, this has been amazing to, to get all this knowledge mm-hmm. um, that I wasn't able to, to get in Cuba uh, and listen to so many music and, and bands and going to concerts of people that I uh, admire and getting to be friends with people that I admire. Uh, and, you know, I'm, every, all of that has influenced me, influenced me in like my music, especially. Uh, I, I admire your uh, humility and I like your dad saying, you know, you got a, you got a long time to grow up. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I always, I don't know. I was different. I'm, I'm, I was always cocky. I was like, I was grown since I was 18, you know, but like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really, but, but, but I do think that you're right though, because uh, I, you know, even, I can speak for myself between the ages of 18 and 30. I feel like I live five lifetimes, you know, <laughs> yeah. I went through a lot of different stages and phases of life making different types of decisions and growing as a man and as a human and to to hopefully grow in a way that gives the world something positive yeah. you know, for whatever however long I have to uh, annoy my my wife and my daughter so <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is, this has been great you got an EP coming out let's Yay! not <laughs> Tell the people about the EP and, and uh, what, what we can be expecting. So uh, this EP has been coming out for a very long time. It's just like, <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm very picky when I have to put music out. Uh, I can put videos out of, of live sessions and things because I love the, 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 the now but when it comes to recording music and putting it out, that is going to be there forever right. uh, in the listener's ears. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very picky with that. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, I know, <laughs> I know that I probably am, I've been taking a long time to do this, uh, but it's for the good, you know, good things take time. Absolutely. Uh, in, and just wanted to put a, a good project out. Um, oh, and it's, it's coming out. It's coming out at the beginning of 2023. Hey. Yes. Um, so, what can they get it? 
Uh, it's gonna be everywhere. Uh, every iTunes, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Bandcamp. Uh, I don't know what else people listen to. Oh, title, title, YouTube, everywhere. All right, what you got a name for it? Uh, yes, <laughs> um, the pretty decent title, Inu. E- Inu, Inu is like I and you. Oh, Inu, what Inu. What does it mean? It means uh, inside in Yoruba language. Uh, oh, in Yoruba. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, that's the religion that we practice uh, in Cuba. Oh, oh, really? Wow. So, inside. inside, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So at the same time, it's kind of like a play on words because it's like in you. Mm. So that's funny. <laughs> I don't know. Hey y'all, so so don't don't miss out on Inu. I know I'm probably messing up the pronunciation because you said it to me two times, and every time I said it, you said it. So I know I was messing it up. But <laughs> <laughs> so watch out for Gina DeSoto's brand new uh uh EP coming out sometime at the top of the year. I'm assuming that's January. You'll get yeah. that on all the platforms, download it, watch it on YouTube. All the songs are about her new boyfriend. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> just, yo, did, can, how can people connect with you? They, they what she got? Website, Instagram. What they? What I got name? a website, um, which I really need to like put my mind into it. But um, people can reach me mainly on Instagram. I reply to everything. Uh, yeah, I check. I check my my DMs. I I. Check the like, what's hey, up? I reply. Um, uh, Facebook. I don't even know if people use Facebook. It. Only <laughs> old people use Facebook. You know. I use it for my family mainly. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm like. <laughs> so all right, that's fine. Y'all hit her up. Hit her up on what's your Instagram handle? Uh, Gina D Soto. Gina DeSoto. Hit Gina DeSoto up on Instagram. Don't hit her up on Facebook. If you DM her, she will respond no matter what you say. So <laughs> hey, but like <laughs> keep it calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Gina, man, it's, it's been great having you on the Working Artist Project. And uh you you're um, one of a kind talent. And <laughs> thank you. It was great to to get to know you. Hopefully, I'll see you on this. Now I'm gonna see you like tomorrow night somewhere downtown New York. Now, like you know, I'll see you. Oh yeah, I'll- probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, what's good? <laughs> All right, y'all. My name is Darian Douglas, and this is the Working Artist Project. <laughs> Later. Thank you for having me. <laughs>